Oh, Milo, Milo, you swept my name wrong on your podcast. It's not desperate. <laughs> I fixed it, though, didn't I? Oh, my God. I know. Yeah. I dropped the E it, off the offer last I'll, name. I'll share it then. <laughs> so, I fixed it. I fixed it, like, right it. when you told me. I, I, my, 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 I am there. I know. But it's funny, because, like, my, you put my website underneath with my correct spelling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do it's you know what I mean? It's just what I was, when I was <laughs> typing it, I must, I just accidentally, like, dropped the E off the oh. end of it when I was typing it. <laughs> Whoops. If it makes you feel better. Everybody mis either mispronounces or misspells my name. There's probably loads of agents looking for a Claire Milan without the E. Oh, name. yeah. God. It, I would love to, you probably Google, they're probably looking me up wrong, totally. <laughs> they probably are. They're looking up yeah, on IMDb and they're like, no, nope, this can't be the right one. It's got an E at the end of it. No. <laughs> but do you know what, Carl? I, I, we did a table quiz last night, an online table quiz. But Carl, you said this film was really bad or something, last, didn't you? We'll find out now. Oh yeah. Well, okay. Well, let me uh, let me introduce it. And oh yeah. Then, sorry, we can uh, talk about it. Yeah. And then, we'll, uh, then we'll decide if it's good or bad, or who likes it or not. Welcome to the No Budget Filmcast, where we dip into the independent film universe to highlight those little films that you might not have heard about elsewhere. Will you agree with our panel, or will the panel agree with each other? Tune in to find out on this special episode because it's our 10th episode of the no budget filmcast with me is claire milan hello all the way from the hollywood hills yeah <laughs> and kyle feeney hello from san francisco yeah san francisco what's the what's the background in your image there isn't that uh a uh, bridge or something? It is a Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, see? Me. It's like, how did you manage to do that? Because it's really like, you have your, you have your, your, your fireplace and then it's it's like, in San Francisco in the background. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I didn't manage it at all. <laughs> it looks like smokestacks, kind of, because the, the way it's moving a little bit. Because I thought that was on purpose. So I was going to, yeah, I was thinking he's actually created that background on purpose, with kind of smoke, smoky San Francisco vibe. But of course, Milo's gone to the office, and you've gone to the office. So yeah. I've gone to the office. I'm the only one in the office here. I'm the only one daring enough to leave the house and come <laughs> into the office. So I have the whole place to myself. Oh, it's a really cool office. It's very open plan. I like it. The no budget office. Mm. Uh, London edition. <laughs> okay. So today we are talking about a film called I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. It is starring Melanie Linsky and, um, oh, what's, what's the dude's name? I can't think of his name. Basically, it's Elijah mostly, Woods. There you go. How can you forget Elijah Woods? I know, Lord that's the like Rings. embarrassed with myself for that. <laughs> Uh, Melanie Linsky and Elijah Wood, and directed by and written by Macon Blair. So basically what this film is, is it features Melanie who plays Ruth, and she is a kind of depressed woman that's frustrated with life in general. She comes home from work one day and she finds that her house has been robbed. And she contacts the police, the police don't do anything, so she decides to take it into her own hands and see if she can track down the people who robbed her. She befriends Elijah Wood's character, who's named Tony, and the two of them go in search of her missing belongings and 
hijinks ensue, I guess. Although not necessarily hijinks, I don't know. What'd you guys think? Yeah, it, it was kind of a strange one. I, I watched it today. Uh, I know Carl, you watched it yesterday, I think. And Carl, I didn't, he kind of gave me the impression didn't like, he didn't like it, I'm not sure. So I was a bit apprehensive sitting around, sitting down today to watch it. Um, like at first I thought, oh, it's it's kind of, it looks like it's very slow. Uh, so I was like a bit reluctant, but it really kicked off then. And I really got into it. I mean, absolutely, I really, really enjoyed the film, surprisingly. Because it's been on Netflix since 2017. You know, and it actually, it won, I didn't notice it afterwards, but it actually won the Sundance Film Festival Grand Jury Prize in 2017 which is only after the film, when I started Googling it, I, I found it out. Um, it was, it's, at first I started watching it, I didn't realize how violent it would become. And there's definitely a Quentin Tarantino-esque feel to parts of it. But I, and I love the um, lead actress, uh, Melanie Linsky. Her name wouldn't be very familiar, but anyone who remembers you know, Heavenly Creatures with Kate Winslet, remember that film? I do, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, so this was the girl, the uh, Kate Winslet's best friend, uh, oh. the other lead actress. Yes, yeah. So, and she's also in Two and a Half Men. She's actually from New Zealand. She's not yeah. an American actress at all. Oh, I that's I that's where I recognized her from. Was from Two and a Half Men. Really? Because mm. I never watched Two and a Half Men, but I love the way she acted in this. It, it was very understated, and um, you know, for, I thought it was really well acted. Uh, Elijah Wood, I haven't seen him in years, so it was weird to see him popping up here. Yeah, he, he made a very unusual, quirky character. Um, it, it, it started off very slow, but then kicked into another gear. It was kind of like two films stuck together, I thought. It was, because when it you start like, watching it, it seems like it's one film, and then it kind of changes tones yeah. throughout the film, which is really interesting. And towards the end, you're like, wow, that's not quite what I expected. But I agree with Melanie's performance. I love these really kind of subtle, low-key performances. And uh, that's what I really enjoyed about her. And yeah, Elijah Wood, I think since he did so well off the Lord of the Rings movies, he doesn't need the money anymore. So now he just does these quirky, independent films nowadays. But I think it's great because a lot of these films, they're hidden in Netflix. You know, because when I go to Netflix, you're kind of flicking through and you, you, you go for the, the more well-known ones or the, the more publicized documentaries. But this means this has been sitting in Netflix for the last like three years, unbeknownst to me. And it was a little gem of a film that, uh, like, I'm just wondering like, how many films are there on Netflix that would be terrific, but they're not publicized or, you know, I can't believe, because th this one particularly, because it won the Sundance Grand Jury Prize in 2017. And the fact, I, it wasn't on my radar anyway, which, you know, and I, I'm fairly, I like to think I'm up to date about film, film stuff, but it, 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 it never, I, I didn't come across it, or it's always unusual. To, to when when was it Carl's suggestion, or was it no? It was your it, suggestion, it was wasn't mine, it? Yeah, mm -hmm. it was your suggestion, and I was like, okay, I'll you know, watch this film. But I didn't. The fact it won this massive prize, and I hadn't heard about it, and it was sitting in Netflix, and I really enjoyed it. Like I sat down earlier. It's ninety minutes, so it's fairly compact, a little film, you know. But I when it kicked off into becoming more violent. I'm not really massive into violent films, but there, there, it, it, it was a bit of a comedic element to it as well. It was like a comedy thriller, you know, but it was, um, yeah, very unexpected the way it kicked off. Because originally I thought, oh no, there's going to be two, two hours of, or 90 minutes of just 
kind of more subtle, boring kind of film. So that took me by surprise completely. Okay, well, now for the <laughs> Everybody's Actually, allowed to have an opinion, Cahal, even you. Funnily enough, I have the complete reverse opinion of there. I actually thought it started out well and then went downhill after that. Like, I, I, lo I like the humor at the beginning. Like you say, it was understated. It was very subtle. And I, and I, and I, and like, I agree with all of you that I, I really liked her character. But for me, it started to go wrong with the Elijah Wood character. Uh, I, almost immediately, I didn't like him. Like, he's, he, his, his sort of goofy, nerdy, loner kind of thing. And that, like, that, that, that whole character, they tried to, to carry the, the, the humor of his character throughout the film. And uh, it, it's, it, I think it's sort of, it doesn't, I, I just don't like it. You know, it, it, it's, it's an alternative sort of good script. You know, it's good dialogue just to have this stupid character, you know, doing stupid things. Um, so I didn't know what it was trying to be. Like, was it, what do you say, was it a comedy or was it a thriller or was it a comedy thriller, you know? And Yeah, uh, it was kind of like two, three genres in one. It was, because the unexpected way it kind of turned from a very subtle film into a very violent film. And <laughs> it, it did, it took you know, surprise, completely. It but I think, I think for, for it to work, you know, the comedy has to be very good, or the, the drama, or the, the, the thrill has to be very good. And it was kind of halfway between both. I think for, for it to be a thriller to work really well, it has to be either based in, in reality or, or oozing with tension. And this, this was neither, as far as I was Especially concerned. when um, so, they went to this, this big house and they pretended to be cops. And there was one moment where um, the where Melanie Melanie's character Ruth she goes into the supermarket and she gets a little um, police badge from it was like a little toy police badge in the cereal and then she goes to this big house because she's trying to find out who's stolen her who's who's broken into her house and it it, it was it, yeah it was weird when I went to the house because he thought it would be really comedic but it just stayed just on the wrongs, like a bit, it was a bit too serious or something. They didn't play up the comedic value of that and they could have. They tried when, to, know, when, they tried to when he did that yeah. like soliloquy out at the coffee, you know, working in the coffee shop and all the different, you know, shapes he put on the coffee. And it just wasn't funny. Like, it was a bit forced yeah. as far as I was concerned. I suppose that was a little bit flat and they could, that, that was a great opportunity because I've seen a lot of other films like that where they have those scenes and they're terrific. You know, they really take the film off. But this one, it, as well as that scene, that whole sequence was a little bit flat. It didn't go to the comedic side of things when it could have. What about when she stole the lawn art at the very end? Uh, in it? Yeah, that wasn't was really comedic. comedic. Did you find that comedic, Milo? <laughs> I saw the comedic comedy in it. I mean, I, I didn't, suppose, I didn't yeah. really laugh. I didn't, I don't know if I really yeah. pitched the picture this because it's kind of, there's different types of comedies. There's the, the subtle comedies and then there's the laugh out loud com comedies and this is not the second this is more it's kind of more the uh just a little bit off type comedy yeah really quirky kind of comedy exactly so maybe that that's what that was probably intentional intentional mm -hmm. they didn't want to go for the laugh out loud like for instance like get out you know <laughs> the film get out that was really going for a kind of laugh out loud comedy yeah. <laughs> you know violence I think they were sort of, it was hamstrung by this, that it started out as a comedy and I felt he, he probably felt that he had to keep the comedy element going 
but uh, he should have either like not started out that way or, or, or even, I think it was a guy wrote and directed himself. I, I don't know, he, he probably could have done with maybe a, a team of people having a look at it and, you know, upping, upping the comedy quotient in it. But you know, uh, uh, the, uh, the director, uh, I don't know how to pronounce the first name, Macon Blair, but he's actually an actor originally. So he was in, I don't know if anyone saw Blue Rune, um, and I think he was in a, a few other films, but this was his directorial debut. So this By the way, he was also in this film. Oh, he was. He was the bar, barman in it. Looking up IMDb afterwards. He wasn't the barman. He was the guy at the bar. I think. Remember, he, oh. he, he was talking about the book. You know, oh, he ruined the book for her. Okay. That guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah he's got to do his directorial cameo. I mean. Mm. I think, I mean, as his first directorial film that he wrote and directed, that to me is pretty impressive as well. I mean, for a first feature. And apparently he's doing this thing next called Toxic Avengers. It's like some sort of series thing or some superhero thing. I'm not exactly sure, but it's, because um, it, it, this, this was film, this was released like three years ago. So, um, like he hasn't, I don't, I never heard of Macon Blair before this, but it, it, for his directorial debut, I think it was really, really good, really yeah, good. Absolutely. Like, it'd be interesting if, to see what he's been working on or what he is going to do next. This toxic yeah. Avenger. If this were my, <laughs> if this were my first feature film out mm. the gate, I'd be pretty impressed with myself yeah. as well. And to it. win the Sundance Film Festival Grand Jury yeah. Prize, that's amazing. <laughs> like it's just. Amazing achievement. Mm -hmm. A few other awards too, actually. Yeah, so it also won the Austin Film Critics Award, uh, Golden Trailer Awards, whatever that is, I've never heard of that, Gotham Awards, and the Rondo Hatton Classic Horror Awards. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Best independent no film. By the way, it said it was a Netflix film. A Netflix it, Yeah. So either did Netflix make it or did they buy it? They, 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 they would have bought it. Yeah. So they, they it, it. yeah. So they do that. They go like Sundance and other films, and people will be showing their films like this. And Netflix and other distributors will basically just buy the film. So how can they call it an original film then? Because yeah. they bought it. That's but the only way. It, <laughs> yeah. it was literally bought. Is that it? <laughs> yeah, that's literally it. They bought the rights to the film that makes it a Netflix original. Yep. But apparently it was scheduled to be released on Netflix in February 2017 anyway. But the the Sundance Film Festival was in January. So it was scheduled anyway to be Netflix literally a month later. So it wasn't from the Sundance Film Festival picked up. It was just Sundance was kind of, you know, just the month before. But oh, it is. So maybe that's it. Maybe I'm wrong mm -hmm. then. Maybe So maybe Netflix did fund it for Netflix. Maybe. And then they also, yeah. you know, showed it in a few festivals or something. That makes sense. Does, does that mean it's an independent film? This is definitely an independent yeah. film. It has an independent vibe to it. But oh, no, totally. it's one of those films, like, if you went to a film festival, say the Galway Film Bar or something, and you know the way they do these 10 o'clock screenings at night, and then the, you, just, you go to see these random films, and sometimes they're terrific. Like, I'd love to be in a cinema watching this. And it's it a very film, independent film festival feel to it. You know, it, it's... Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, you can imagine like yeah, going to film festivals down the audience and seeing this there run that on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, so it was produced by Film Science and XYZ Films. 
so I would definitely put this on the independent film list. I wonder how much did it make? How much did it cost to make? What was the budget? And where was it filmed? Because it kind of looked like Seattle or somewhere, Washington or... You're, you're right. It's, uh, it was filmed in Portland, so just south of Seattle. Cool. And it wouldn't be very well up in my American geography, but movie. just kind of guessed. It is, yeah. So Portland would look very similar to Seattle, absolutely. Uh, like trees-wise and, and landscape-wise, yeah. They're sister cities. Portland's the more um, granola, granola hipster version, and Seattle's more the uh, wants to be the new Silicon Valley. Oh, <laughs> how much does it cost to make this film? I wonder. It, it doesn't say. I didn't. I wasn't able to see the budget for it, oh. so I don't know what the budget was. It, it couldn't have been huge, though. I mean, no. she's not a huge star. Uh, there's no big names in it. It clearly didn't have. Well, a would huge... have a bigger name. He's a decent enough name, but I don't think he's super expensive, especially if you're hiring him for little independent quirky films. But he, he might have taken a reduced salary. Yeah. But I mean, he said, it, he said at the beginning that oh, he made enough money out of Lord of the Rings. I don't think for an actor are in the business of acting just, you know, for money. I mean, they want to they want to work and they want to make good films. So maybe he's just struggling to get a good role. Could be, or maybe he really liked the film, and that's why. Oh, like, yeah, this, this yeah. looks. Yeah. It was, I mean, it looked like it was probably kind of a fun part to play from an acting perspective. You know, you get to play against type uh, for him because he's so typecast. Lord of mm-hmm. the Rings, like he's has that look about him. You know, was so it's it's uh, it's so great to see him like this. Like I really want to. I don't know what he's, I haven't seen her or heard of Elijah Wood in the last few years anyway because he hasn't popped up. It's because he's been doing little indie films. I saw something else by him um, uh, that he was in not long ago. I can't remember what it was called, but it was the same thing. It was a similar, just kind of quirky, independent film. So I think he's kind of just been doing a few things like that. To where... Yeah, I must check some more, more of his films out, just out of curiosity, just to mm-hmm. see, you know. You'll have to get him on the show and ask him. Yeah, yeah. we will. <laughs> yeah. We'll, uh, we'll shoot him an email. Uh, he was he did a uh, Dirk Gently holistic detective or something like that. Do you remember? It was it's on Netflix. Um, it's okay. Is but, uh, I think I read a book actually. Yeah, that. it's based on a book uh, yeah. by an Irish. I think the guy who wrote it is Irish actually. That did the series. So. Douglas Adams. Douglas, Douglas Adams. Adams. Yeah. Oh well, Douglas Adams is an Irish. <laughs> he wrote Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah, that's right. I've read that. Yeah. I've been to Douglas Adams' grave. He's buried here in London. Really? Yeah, yeah, I've I've been, I've been to his grave. So I yeah. love Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. It's like in my top ten books. So what score do we give this film? Good job of getting us back on track, Claire. Yeah. <laughs> Concrete images. As I told you, remember in my you, if anyone's listening to my uh, um your your podcast, my po- yep, yep. doctor. It's got my name wrong as well. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell anybody. <laughs> but yeah so it's fine i mean yeah. i barely know you claire like so it's <laughs> totally understandable that i would misspell your name <laughs> um i'm gonna i'm gonna go four stars I, I i'm with claire i really liked this film uh it's i i get that it's not like a laugh out loud comedy but i think it's quirky enough comedy it's got enough interesting elements to it i really love the performances like as an actor one of the things i watch a lot of is performance in in the way actors play characters and i just i, I love, just love this actress yeah, yeah she's uh, so Melanie good at that she, I mean, oh, without her, it's so refreshing to see that on screen exactly. <laughs> so she really brings this film up to another level i think in my opinion so i'm gonna go four stars 
I'll give it four stars as well. It's really enjoyed it. Okay, I'm going to give it two. Mm -hmm, that's interesting. That, that's, as, that's as high as I can go. I, 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 you know, I debated whether I go one or one and a half. Really? Give it a two. Because it was a very good performance and it, it did have good, good, uh, you know, good scenes and there was good aspects to it. But overall, no, it's a, it's a two. But this film is freely available to watch on Netflix. Um, it's a very long title. It's based on a country western song. Mm. But I definitely, I know Carl gave it two stars, but definitely gave it four stars. But if you're looking for a really cool, interesting thriller with brilliant acting, um, not thriller, but kind of a, what would you call it? <laughs> comedy thriller? Yeah, quirky <laughs> comedy thriller, yeah. Yeah, and it's very, remember, the title is very long, I Don't Feel Home in This World Anymore, which is a hard title to remember. <laughs> so, but if you look up Elijah Wood on Netflix, um, it'll come up, or, yeah, because Elijah Wood, you remember, the other girl's name, Melanie Linsky, she's not as well known, but her performance is terrific. So if you look up Elijah Wood Netflix and find, I don't feel home in this world anymore, check it out. <laughs> as always, leave us a comment or a review. Let us know what you think of our show, but also let you know what you think of the movie that we just spoke of. Do you agree with myself and Claire, or do you agree with Carl in regards to the film? And with that, we will say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.